Well, a lot of us were surprised when we turned on our TVs, our radios, our computers, our smartphones today and heard a big announcement that really had nothing to do with the 4th of July that came down when a lot of folks are coming back from are on or leaving on vacation, right? These are the big vacation travel times of the year, and nobody expected this guy to have something to say. But yes, the FBI director, James Comey, had something to say with regard to those darned emails. Listen up. Although we did not find clear evidence that Secretary Clinton or her colleagues intended to violate laws governing the handling of classified information, there is evidence that they were extremely careless in their handling of very sensitive, highly classified information. From the group of 30,000 emails, although we did not although we did not find clear evidence that Secretary Clinton or her colleagues intended to violate laws governing the handling of classified information, there is evidence that they were extremely careless in their handling of very sensitive, highly classified information. From the group of 30,000 emails, returned to the State Department in 2014, 110 emails in 52 email chains have been determined by the owning agency to contain classified information at the time they were sent or received. Eight of those chains contained information that was top secret at the time they were sent. 36 of those chains contained secret information at the time and eight contained confidential information at the time. None of these emails should have been on any kind of unclassified system. But their presence is especially concerning because all of these emails were housed on unclassified personal servers, not even supported by full-time security staff, like those found at agencies and departments of the United States government, or even with a commercial email service like Gmail. We assess it is possible that hostile actors gained access to Secretary Clinton's personal email account. Although there is evidence of potential violations of the statutes regarding the handling of classified information, our judgment is that no reasonable prosecutor would bring such a case. In looking back at our investigations into the mishandling or removal of classified information, we cannot find a case that would support bringing criminal charges on these facts. All the cases prosecuted involved some combination of clearly intentional and willful mishandling of classified information or vast quantities of information exposed in such a way as to support an inference of intentional misconduct or indications of disloyalty to the United States or efforts to obstruct justice. We do not see those things here. As a result, although the Department of Justice makes final decisions on matters like this, we are expressing to justice our view that no charges are appropriate in this case. I know there will be intense public debate in the wake of this recommendation, as there was throughout the investigation. What I can assure the American people is that this investigation was done honestly, competently, and independently. No outside influence of any kind was brought to bear. I know there were many opinions expressed by people who are not part of the investigation, including people in government, but none of that mattered to us. Opinions are irrelevant. And they were all uninformed by insight into our investigation because we did our investigation the right way. Only facts matter. Well, I have to say the facts are exactly what I was saying all along, which is careless, 
reckless, stupid, poor judgment, and I am pro-Hillary, but not criminal. And that's what I have said all along. There would be no indictment coming down. Now, there's going to be a lot of talk today, not just in this hour with you and me. And feel free to pick up the phone and join us, and I hope you do, with your opinions, your comments, your questions, your concerns. It's just you and me in this hour, no guests, so I want to hear from you. 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543 to call. Tweet, follow me on Twitter, at Leslie Marshall. But, of course... There are going to be those out there already. Donald Trump is talking about this system being rigged. This is his new new catchphrase. This system is being rigged. The same system where this FBI director is a Republican appointed by a Republican Bush and a a Republican president. So this is not Obama has one of his guys and President Obama calls up and says, hey, I'm about to go out on the campaign trail with Hillary. Can you come to a decision and could you make it favorable, especially because the AG was in chatting with her hubby and former president Bill Clinton, whose wife is Hillary. Now, the timing, I got to admit, makes one raise an eyebrow and, you know, people on the right are going to go crazy with it and not just Trump, but especially Republicans. Paul Ryan's already, you know, questioning whether this was accurate. Let, 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 me, let me be very clear. We have branches of government, and we have various parts of our government and various parts within those branches that have very specific jobs to do. For example, the FBI is a bureau on a federal level to investigate whether something is criminal or not. This is not, in my opinion, political. And I know there are people out there who might be to the right or, you know, somewhere in between or, you know, don't like Hillary, love Bernie, whatever it is, who feel this smells rotten. But the reality is, if you hear, Comey didn't stand up there and, you know, give a gloriously wonderful positive speech about this woman running for president of the United States. He basically put out there enough ammunition for Republicans to use it as question of judgment. Do you want this person to be president who had such a poor judgment on the issue of email? What would her judgment be on dot, dot, dot? I know I should be working for the Republicans. I could give them more material. He did leave that door open. But what he was very clear about is this was this may have been reckless, this may have been foolish, this may have been stupid, this may have been poor judgment, this may have been even, you know, leaving us open to a security breach with some information, but this is not criminal. And when you hear him say that no prosecutor is going to bring forth charges, this is something that would get thrown out of court because there's not enough evidence to support a criminal indictment. And I don't just believe they did their job because this is the outcome that I, as a Democrat who supports Hillary Clinton, want. I believe he did his job even more so because he is under this magnifying glass. I believe he did his job because he said the president and the attorney general don't even know what I'm about to say and that I was about to say it now. And certainly Hillary did not either. Now, there are people out there that don't trust Mrs. Clinton. The numbers are not very good in her column of trustworthiness. Donald Trump's a worse. And by the way, there was no question of an indictment coming down on him. 
But there's a lot to talk about with this. There's a lot to talk about where you stand because in November, you as a voter have a decision to make. Some of you already support Hillary. Some of you don't trust her. Does this make you trust her more? Some of you are holding out for the FBI to make their decision. Now that they have, what do you do? Who are you going to vote for? You have a presumptive guy on the right and gal on the left. No charges are appropriate in this case, the FBI director said. You heard him. And you heard the attorney general say, even before she met with Bill Clinton and then after, that she would take the recommendation of the FBI. And what does he say? The FBI director said his office is not recommending that prosecutors bring charges against Hillary Clinton for her handling of classified information in connection with the private email service while she was secretary of state. And so the attorney general will do what? She will not bring forth charges. Why? One, because she said she would follow the recommendation, not take it into under, under advisement, follow the recommendation. So the attorney general will not bring an indictment against Hillary Clinton because she will follow the recommendation of the FBI, which is no charges. And also because there wouldn't be enough evidence for it to hold up in court, most likely. And, you know, we only played pieces of what he said, but He was very clear. When Comey began his address, he explained what investigators found. You heard him talk about the 110 emails in 52 email chains that were determined to include classified information at the time they were received. And within those emails, he said eight chains connected information that was top secret at the time they were sent. 36 had secret information. Eight more had confidential information. Now, addressing emails which were either not provided to the FBI or were deleted before making it to investigators, he said, there's no evidence of a cover-up. So there's no crime, there's no cover-up, and there's no direct evidence that her personal email domain was hacked. But he did talk about the possibility of hostile actors gaining access to her personal email account and that she and her team were, quote, extremely careless in their handling of very sensitive, highly classified information, no no evidence that law was violated or intent to violate the law was the case. So let me ask you some things before we get to the calls, and we're going to take a break, come back and take your calls, but here's the deal. One, FBI Director James Comey said his office is not recommending charges against Hillary Clinton for her handling of classified information in connection with private email service when she was Secretary of State. One, what is your reaction to the news? This is what I predicted. What's your reaction? 888-6LESLIE, 888-653-7543. Was this a long time coming? 888-6LESLIE, 888-653-7543. Some of you raise an eyebrow about the timing, although Comey and his office have said they wanted to put this to bed, and they had to, to allow time for proper democracy to take its course. We do have a convention the end of July and an election in November. So what was your reaction, and was this a long time coming? 888-6LESLIE, 888-653-7543. Now be honest, if Hillary Clinton was not running for president, would this investigation have been closed a long time ago? 888-6LESLIE, 888-653-7543. Would there ever have even been an investigation? I don't think so. 888-6LESLIE, 888-653-7543. Like Bernie Sanders, are you, my friend, regardless of who you're voting for, even if you're undecided, like Bernie Sanders, are you tired of hearing about Clinton's damn emails? 8886 Leslie. I sounded like Bernie there, huh? Will this decision finally close the book on this absurdity? 
888-6-LESLIE-888-653-7543. Now, quite typically and predictably, Donald Trump tweeted after the decision, quote, the system is rigged, very, very unfair, as usual, bad judgment. On the contrary to what Trump tweeted, I mean, wasn't this 15-month investigation an example of how the system should work? James Comey is a Republican. James Comey was the Deputy Attorney General during the President George W. Bush administration. James Comey was a Republican appointee. And this was a 15-month investigation showing they worked quickly with a lot of information and did their job. So is the system rigged? Or is this an example of how the system should work? What do you say? 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. Now that Hillary has been vindicated by the FBI on this email controversy, what does the GOP and Trump have left to attack? Saudi money to the Clinton Foundation when Trump is in bed with some Saudis and a prince said he bailed Trump's financial butt out not once but twice? Or Benghazi, even though the family of former Ambassador Chris Stevens said they don't blame Hillary and that Ambassador Stevens was hell-bent on expanding the American presence in Libya from Tripoli to Benghazi and beyond. 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. What will the Republicans and Trump have left to attack Hillary on? Can't do much with the emails. 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. And... Didn't she go through an 11-hour hearing about this? Nothing incriminating was discovered, okay? Remember how sweaty and distraught Trey Gowdy was? And by the way, some of you may be angry that this cost not only time, but our money once again. 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. Quick break, we'll be back. I'm Leslie Marshall. I'm Leslie Marshall. How you doing? The FBI says no indictment for Hillary Clinton. How do you feel about that? Are you surprised? And what does Donald Trump and the GOP have left to go after Hillary with between now and November? Pick up the phone and join me. And by the way, does this make you trust her more? Does it matter? And could she even gain your vote over this? 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. Let's go to the calls. Alexander's in Northampton, Massachusetts, on Line 3, listening on WHMP. Hi, Alexander. Good afternoon and welcome. Hi, Leslie. Thanks for taking my call. Um, I, I guess my question is more about accountability. You know, whether whether or not this is criminal, um, you know, he clearly stated this was willfully neglectful and reckless um and you know when i think about it from my my own life i'm a nurse if i sent you know over a hundred emails with identifying information of patients etc etc um you know that's subject to all sorts of things um fines um i could lose my license i could serve jail time um i could be sued and I, I guess the question for me is more, okay, so we're not saying this is criminal, but obviously um, there was wrongdoing here. And how is that fixed, or how does Clinton address that in order to repair um, 
the the lack of confidence that people will have. You know, I, it, there's been this. Well, well first, for a couple trust. of the, a couple of things. First of all, uh, the rules that you uh, refer to were changed from when she started as Secretary of State and then ended uh, as Secretary of State, and those that you're referring to were not in play uh, at that time when those uh, emails were sent when she first became Secretary of State. Too, um, you know, look, there are going to be pe- if. Uh, Personally, I'm not going to vote for or against somebody based on this uh, or judgment, you know, bad or otherwise uh, on this level about these emails. And I'm sure I'm not alone in that. Um, A third, uh, you know, what would it take for you? You're the voter. Hang on, Alexander. We'll come back to hear your response to that quickly. Get to some other calls as well. Quick break. We'll be back. I'm Leslie Marshall. Don't go away. Talking about the FBI director's announcement today, James Comey said no indictment will be handed down for Hillary Clinton. Taking your calls at 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. That's the number we were talking with Alexander in Northampton, Massachusetts, on line three. Alexander, thank you for holding. Welcome back. You asked what can she do now, and I really don't know what she can do now in the minds of someone perhaps like you or another individual who needs her to do something. She's already said if she had to go back and do it again, she would do it differently. She's already responded specifically to everything and hours, uh, you know, before congressional members, Republicans like Gowdy and others who were, you know, really hitting her hard. And in, in addition to that, um, you know, if, if that's what, for example, you would need to vote for or against her, I really don't know that. I mean, she, she's been cleared of any criminal wrongdoing and I don't, you can't go, she can't go back in time and change something that, was either uh, stupid, poor judgment, however you want to uh, define it. Uh, so to, to go forward, you either have to say, okay, well, I think it was stupid, but you know, compared to Donald Trump, I trust her judgment on matters that uh, uh, affect the economy, uh, security for the homeland, etc. Yeah, I, you know, a couple of things. Um, number one, I will never vote for Donald Trump. That's just not even an option. Um, I, I think the coming days will be telling for me, um, if she, if, if, if Clinton responds to this, uh, announcement kind of as a victory lap, I think that would really set her back with a lot of folks. I think if she just contritely, you know, uh, takes it and says, you know, I'm, I'm glad that this showed there was no criminal intent or wrongdoing. It, it was a mistake. We're done. Let's move on. Or do you um, think maybe she should not address it at all? Because I do agree with you that if she says anything, she, you know, she, she could say and not thank the FBI. Um, you know, uh, I, I think not even address it because she's already said, you know, she's already said in the past a number of times there will be no indictment. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree with that. I do. Um, I think. Um, Okay, so she do- if she doesn't say anything and she moves forward, you said, you know, what can she do to, you know, to right this wrong, if you will? There's really nothing she can do, you know, in the minds of an individual who has their mind made up about her, correct? Um, yeah, but I, I think for myself, you know, big Bernie supporter, and for me, um, I'm just kind of waiting for her to earn my vote. 
Um, you know, and what I will mean, earn your vote? Because at the end of July, I mean, you know, look, we, we all know. I mean, she is going to be the nominee. I see people. I have a good friend of mine in Vermont who loves Senator Sanders. I love Senator Sanders, you know, who's like our next president, Bernie. And it's like, you know, you're delusional. I mean, he's not the nominee. He's not going to be the president. He's not even going to be the nominee. That's no offense, delusional. And it is a numbers game. There is a reality. So, you know, if you need at the end of the day, at the end of July, which I believe will happen, if not the end of July, before November, Bernie Sanders isn't going to vote for Trump. He's made that very clear. He's also made it very clear he would vote for her. So other than wrapping his right. arms around her and saying, I am going to vote for her, you vote for her too, what else do you need? Um, that's a really good question. Because um, you know that's that, going to happen. He's already said he will vote for her. Sure. And, and to be fair, um, while that may make a difference for some people, um, Bernie's endorsement of somebody – doesn't really sway me personally. It's it's more about that individual candidate and what they're putting forth. So if I see that she is uh, continuing the more progressive democratic platform um, and, you know, continuing those ideals and not just while Bernie's kind of, you know, he's not nipping at her heels anymore, but while he's still making waves and making noise, um, that is something that would definitely sway me. Well, I hear you, and Alexander, I appreciate your call, but I also want to be honest, folks, because 2 plus 2 is 4, and there are facts. If you vote for an independent like Gary Johnson, it's like a Ralph Nader, and every time we've had a Ralph Nader, the Republican has won. So if you want Donald Trump to win, vote for Jill Stein or Gary Johnson. And remember, this is a two-party race. We're a two-party system, and if you don't like it, change it. And I don't necessarily like a two-party. I'd love to have a third party, but the reality is we are a two-party system. A Democrat or Republican will be our president and so that means you have a choice between two even no no offense to, to miss miss stein or mr johnson but the reality is your president will either be in november after november donald trump or hillary clinton that that's your decision if you stay home you're you're helping one or the other okay but if you vote for gary johnson or jill stein you're hurting democrats and that's not my opinion that's historical fact uh, and and, you, and if you want Donald Trump to be your president, well, stay home. You know, don't vote for Hillary. Vote for Johnson. Vote for Stein. That's the reality. Okay. You know, for the it, it, maybe that's the motivation that you need, Alexander. You don't want Trump as your president. That should be your motivation to vote for Hillary. It will be for some. Let's go to uh, more calls. David Humboldt Conti, give us a call back there. Listening on KGOE in California. Uh, let's go to Gregory on in Ohio. Listening on Spreaker. Good afternoon, Gregory. How are you? How are you? I love your show. I think it's fine. But I tell you, what's funny is all this was was, number one, a distraction. Let's throw something against the wall to see how it sticks. You had Colin Powell that had the same issue. Um, You had Condoleezza Rice that had the same issue. The difference between them and Petraeus is Petraeus was showing somebody who didn't even have a clearance. She was a reporter. She was a captain in the reserves. She didn't have a clearance, and he was showing her things of that nature. Now, when you get pundits like Ruli Giuliani, the same man that was in Gracie Manor with his mistress when 9-11 happened, you get all of these pundits that want to come out and scream and holler about um, Hillary should be in jail, Hillary Mm -hmm. should be disqualified. Donald Trump is still under indictment. He's still got cases that are pending. I mean, so when you look at it and get down... Well, you know, one case nobody likes to talk about... That's here in California. Is there a woman? There's a woman that you know claims he raped her, and she was underage at the time. And that's the one I was about to bring up. 
Now, he talks about Bill Clinton. This man was a rapist. And you look at it in the sense that all he is doing is looking for something to stick against the wall because he doesn't know policy, he doesn't know facts. And he has a bunch of uh, the GOP that he's holding hostage that are afraid of him. That's all this was about. This was he screaming and hollering about how much money this cost, this, that, and the other. He wasn't worried about money when he took the Secret Service to, to Scotland to open up his golf course. Now, was he? No, but you know what? Are we surprised? You know, he and others on the right love to put out false information with regard to Hillary. And we had our guest last hour, Nicholas Wapshot, and many other people who would say, look, like you said, throwing something against the wall like pasta to see if it's al dente. Look, the Clintons have been you know, scrutinized. She's going to be scrutinized, one, because she's a she, two, because she's a Clinton, uh, three, because it's an election year and Republicans are desperate because when, when they look at who they've got and when they look at the division in their own party and how Trump has hijacked their party and doesn't share their vision for the future or their values, uh, they are scared. Look, how, many, how many times have you heard Hillary Clinton was sleeping when the Benghazi attack took place? The reality is... The Benghazi attack took place at 3.45 in the afternoon, and in her own book, she said she received the news in her office from the department's executive secretary, Steve Mull. By the way, that was, that was fact-checked to be accurate. She wasn't sleeping at 3.45 3.40, p.m. in the afternoon. I don't think anybody, any, anybody who's been a secretary of state would be taking afternoon naps because that certainly would not bode well for her in her position at the time. Uh, anything else, dear, before we move on? You've got to understand, they don't care jack about fact-checking. Check, All they care about is Donald Trump is used to bullying and buying his way into power. And guess what? Next week they're going to find a jaywalking ticket that she had in, uh, in Arkansas, and they're going to find a parking ticket in New York. They're going to do everything that they can to keep from debating the real facts. And the fact of the matter is Donald Trump is not fit to lead a parade, mm. let alone the country. Well, that's true. I, I, I think he's good to start a reality show. That's what he does well, and that's what he's doing right now. Unfortunately, this is serious business. He is running to be leader of the free world. Uh, thank you uh, for your call. Let's go. Uh, Dave is back in Hoboke County on Line 3, uh, listening on KGOE. Hey, Dave, good afternoon. Hey, Leslie, I do look with great suspicion on both Hillary and Donald. I think the country is in a bad way right now. I it's not so much to do with using the right or wrong Internet service. It has a lot to do with getting us into wars because the wars are profitable for Bechtel and Halliburton. It has a lot to do with trying to put our postal service out of business because that would be more profitable to FedEx. And what it, is, it has a lot to do with all these big special interests that are putting money in the hands of every elected official that's willing to accept it and return act to our detriment and to benefit a small fraction of Wall Street that's doing us serious wrong. So I I really like to think there's some third alternative. I think you're calling it right. We are a two-party country, but that's something we've got to do something about big time. All right. Thank, th- thank you. Uh, you know, yeah, we got to do something about it. But like I've said before, like when Senator Sanders and others say, you know, we don't like this delegate system. We don't like the process. We think the system's rigged. Change it. Don't run in a, pro- in a system that you don't agree with or think is rigged. 
change it and then run. Uh, let's go to Sarah next on line four. Sarah, good afternoon. Thank you for joining us. Hi. Hello? Hi. Hi. Um, so I want to say about the whole um, Hillary Clinton email scandal. Yeah. I think that what's come out, it shows that she's been really, really, really incompetent and makes me worry about, like, how she's going to perform as president, especially on foreign policy. However, she's not running against, like, an elder states person with, like, a decade of experience, you know, in public service. She's running against Donald Trump, who has routinely insulted world leaders, who has completely, like, fantasy ideas of what he thinks he can do with foreign policy, who wants to basically outsource fighting ISIS to Russia, which is, you know, trying to use this to expand, basically. So it's like you got a choice between regular incompetence and really, really blatant gross incompetence. And, you know, that's the choice that we have, unfortunately. Um, you know, you're absolutely right. See, what I like is realism. And you were speaking from a very realistic viewpoint because – uh, you know, I've had Republican friends of mine that have said, I'm going to hold my nose and vote for Hillary because I, uh, you know, even though I'm a Republican, not me, but, you know, them saying to me, they just can't vote for an individual who has no idea what the heck he's doing, will not be able to work with congressional leaders, and might alienate our entire international base of ally nations um, and, and, and damage this country economically with bans on certain people and, you know, threats of walls and, you know, what will happen to certain trade deals that are in place will, you know, prompt a trade war. And speaking of wars, will we be at war then with the world and more dangerous, uh, you know, for Americans abroad, not just in the military, but traveling uh, with regard to terrible terrible terrorist groups like ISIS and the like. Um, so I, I, I agree with you. It, it, and, it, you know, when people say, well, you know, I don't know that I can trust her. I'm sorry. You're not marrying the person. Do you know what I mean? This is going to be your president who's going to make decisions that the biggest decision a president makes that really and truly can impact our lives, speaking from a reality checkpoint, is the appointee of a Supreme Court. That's pretty much it. And I, and I say that because most a president can't make decisions alone. Yes, so you can have executive orders, but, you know, President Obama signed an executive order less than 10 days after he got into office to close Guantanamo Bay. It's still open. So and, and unless if you really want things to change, you have to vote for people on the local level, uh, in, in, in your county, in your city, in your town, in your state, certainly House and Senate members uh, on a state level, your governor, and president, and if all those things work together, then yeah, everything trickles down. But for the most part, it, the reality is that presidents don't make decisions daily that affect our daily lives, except for that Supreme Court uh, nominee. Um, that that's a fact. But those types of decisions that are made with Congress that can affect our lives overall do come under the guise of the economy or of our security, our national security. And, you know, you are absolutely right. I know some people say that uh, Donald Trump, people think because he claims to have made a lot of money, would do better uh, with the economy. But you can't really improve the economy in this country if you if you feel that right to work creates jobs or better jobs, which it doesn't. Uh, continue to do the right wing rhetoric of demonizing unions. Be a part of the problem which Donald Trump has with regard to shipping jobs overseas. You know, he spouts NAFTA and how bad it is. And I do agree NAFTA was bad. I think it was the worst decision Bill Clinton ever made. Uh, one of, excuse me, one of two. But the 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 again, the facts are 
Donald Trump has benefited from NAFTA, NAFTA, from that trade agreement. Donald Trump continues to make products overseas in countries like Mexico and China. Donald Trump has interests in Muslim nations that he wants to ban people from. And Donald Trump has taken uh, money from those in the extended Saudi family uh, that have written checks to the Clinton Foundation and, according to them, have bailed Trump out of some of his failed real estate ventures. Uh, so you, you just have to look. Who's going to make the best decision? So you said it right on. Right on. Give me a call back again, girlfriend. I appreciate it. We're going to be back. I'm Leslie Marshall. Don't go away. We are back. I'm Leslie Marshall. Welcome, welcome back. Only True Democracy in Talk Radio. Once again, I want to welcome one of our newest family members, or the newest family member, uh, to the Leslie Marshall Show. That's KBZZ 1270 AM and 96.1 FM in Reno, Nevada. You know what? I was corrected. Thank you so much uh, to Dan and the crew over there in Reno. Uh, Correcting my pronunciation, because let me tell you something. I'm from Massachusetts, and everything is A-H. We park the car. We go to the market. So I, I, I apologize. Uh, to our great folks in Reno, Nevada. Uh, I'm Leslie Marshall, and let's get to your calls. We are talking about Hillary Clinton not being indicted. No surprise to me. I didn't think there was anything criminal, although some people say, yeah, but it's still reckless, Leslie. What about the judgment there? 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543 is the number. Uh, we just uh, finished with Sarah. Joe in Albuquerque's up next, uh, listening on KABQ on Line 3. Hey, Joe, good afternoon. Hey, good afternoon, Leslie. It's a beautiful day here. Um, Good. Glad to hear it. I was just listening uh, to your program, and I have to say, I don't view Hillary as incompetent. She's a very smart, capable woman. And, and, and it's so easy for everyone else to, to, to be so critical of her or any politician, regardless of what, what party. Um, it's a very complicated world out there. It's a very complicated country here. And, and people forget all we're talking about or have been debating about is email. And it's, to me, it's just, it's just ridiculous that, that it's come down to that. Um, my, my partner is a physician. He works for the VA hospital. <laughs> and I'll have to tell you, um, you know, when he tries to, to work from home and log into his, uh, you know, his, his uh, government uh, server—it's—it's—it's—it's—it's always challenging, and we need to think about what Hillary has to go through. She, she travels—I don't know how many days out of the year as Secretary of State. She's not in her office, sitting at a desk working from eight to five. She's on call while she's at home. I mean, it's just crazy. That's just what I have to say. Well, yeah, it's it's definitely appreciate the call. Uh, you know, beyond splitting hairs, um, a- absolutely ridiculous. Uh, because of time, let's uh, move it along and go quickly. Uh, next, I think we have Michael in the Bronx, line two. Michael, good afternoon. Quickly. Hi, Leslie. You know, here's a big question: Are we finally finished with the damn emails? I mean, it's start the emails. They tie it with Benghazi. They go on over and over and over again, and time after time, Hillary's been cleared. And as you said, so much time, so much money wasted, absolute injustice, and yet look at what the hell this Congress, these Republicans, have not done for the sake of the American people. All this time wasted on emails, and they still haven't passed a damn gun safety reform, and people still getting shot dead. 
dead left and right, north, east, and west. So many people getting hurt and killed by these Republicans, but yet they want to—they expect us to believe Hillary's emails, Benghazi, Benghazi, four dead Americans is more important than the thousands of Americans being killed right on our own home soil. Okay, very well said. Very quickly, Dean in Buffalo, line one. Uh, thank you for joining us. Uh, in a sentence or two, Dean, because we got to wrap it up. Okay, uh, this is a huge win for Hillary. Um, it, it shows that she is trustworthy because every attempted scandal that the Republicans have thrown at her, she's proven to be innocent of. If anything, it hurts the Republican cause because it makes you wonder if you can trust them or if they're making things up. All right. Very well done. Men that follow directions. I love it. I'm Leslie Marshall. Have a great afternoon. We're going to be back tomorrow. Thank you to Marky Mark and Andrew, two of my wonderful men, uh, my radio producers. We'll be back tomorrow.